Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Movies and a Meal, a podcast where we talk about movies and other things while we eat. I'm your co-host, Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Keith hey. and Brad. What's up? So it's been a while, but we're back in the classroom for the education of one Brandon William Wilkins. <laughs> and today's subject matter is First Blood, the movie that's based on the novel First Blood that stars Sylvester Stallone and basically is the beginning of the John Rambo franchise. One of the two most famous Sylvester Stallone movie franchises, along with Rocky, of course. But, you know, this movie came out several years ago, several decades ago, and it also includes Richard Crenna and Brian Dennehy and a very young David Caruso. And I think those are the most people mm-hmm. um, that you would you'd probably recognize. But, you know, this movie came out in 1982. It's directed by Ted Kochiff and... I will kick it over to Brad to explain what the actual plot of this movie is. Summary is always courtesy of IMDb. A veteran Green Beret is forced by a cruel sheriff and his deputies to flee into the mountains and wage an escalating one-man war against his pursuers. Okay. I originally put this on Brad's list because, one, it's a good movie. Uh, Two, you know, Brad is a big fan. We all are big fans, but Brad so much of the Rocky franchise and Sylvester Stallone and... You know, it's just a it's a good movie for him. It's early in Stallone's career. It's 1980, so it's a couple of years after Rocky and that success. And there's a movie that's very grounded. You know, we don't really get to see Sylvester Stallone act act as much as he does here. And you know, it's a pretty taunt story. It's only 90 minutes long, more or less. It's very serious and. Like the Rocky franchise, you know, the first one's very grounded, and then as we continue in the various installments, it becomes more cartoony and more jingoistic in this case. But mm-hmm. Rocky IV, he's uh, basically solving the uh, Cold War dilemma yes. between, yeah. uh, yeah. between the USA and Russia. So. Yeah, and you know, even, the, even in the next movie, Rambo First Blood Part Two. You know, Rambo basically is kind of writing the wrongs of Vietnam and how the <laughs> folks were treated and everything like that, but... I'll ask Brad first what his initial thoughts are, and then I'll go to Keith, and then we'll just jump into this movie. So, Brad, you'd, you've never seen this movie before, right? No. Okay, so no. go ahead. Give us your thoughts. I know, I know bits of, of, like, lines, like the, uh, the the nothing is over, he screams. I know about that, and I know, I know of the Rambo series just for how violent they can be. But uh, And I might have seen, like... A little bit of the middle part of it, but I've not really seen the movie all the way through. And it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, Stallone puts in, in my opinion, a second best performance in his career besides uh, maybe Rocky, one of the Rocky performances, one or two maybe. So you can tell he plays a man haunted by his experiences in, v- in the Vietnam War wonderfully. I think and just I think his monologue about the war vets near the end is is very well done. Lo- I love Brian Dennehy as sheriff. It's a teasel. Tessel? Yeah. Yep. Teasel. Teasel, I think. Yeah. Will Teasel. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he plays the part of a, it, it's it's sort of stereotypical, but I think he was good as a small town prick sheriff. And I didn't know until I did trivia why he's like that with Rambo. His interactions with Colonel Trotman, who's played by Richard Crenna, they were wonderfully done. He believes he's the, talking about Denny, he's character. He believes he's the end-all, be-all. He knows everything, so he kind of like, he brushes aside the advice and all that. Briefly, and I'll get, I'll let you all say your parts. But I love Krenna. Richard Krenna and uh, Colonel Sam Trotman as well. And what about you, Keith? I'm sure you've seen this, right? Oh, but yeah. It's been a while, maybe? I haven't seen it. I don't, I'm not, you know, I was 12 years old, so I'm not sure I saw it when it came out, but I would have seen it at some point in the 80s. And I remember liking it quite a bit, but as you said, this is an odd choice to launch a mega franchise. You know, it's, um, I've never read the novel, 
but it's a pretty heavy story. It is a good action movie, but you know this is up there. It's not quite you know on the level of Deer Hunter or Coming Home, but this fits squarely in the canon of post-Vietnam American movies, and it's it's really that good. I would say only that Stallone. I liked him better in this than Rocky. They're definitely one two. And you can tell that he loves these movies because I think he um, co-wrote four of the Rocky movies and he co-wrote all of these. He directed a lot of the Rocky movies. So you can tell these are the two franchises he really loves and you can tell why. Ben's right, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but the extended action sequence that starts, it's really one big action sequence throughout in different places, but it just continues throughout. And that's what I like, the, the, run, the running action plot. And you see things in here, it's almost animal as they're running through the, uh, the, through, through the woods at the beginning, and I love that part. It's just all around as good a movie as I remember. Yeah, you know, rewatching it again, the 1970s were like the golden age of cinema, right, I think, and, and this movie still benefits from that and its storytelling and just kind of a grounded realism uh, that it shows. And Keith, you know, you're right to mention, uh, especially during that era, you know, we're, we're like fresh off the Vietnam conflict and you have all these movies that are kind of dealing with that and, you know, vets with their, uh, you know, PTS and everything like that. So, you know, Deer Hunter coming home, even Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, this fits really well into this. Um, I enjoyed, there's a Spartan in a good way, storytelling there isn't a lot of like sidetracks and you don't even really get a lot of flashbacks you know i think the filmmakers kind of respect that the viewers are going to be able to infer the trauma that rambo has and why he is is and without going into these long extended flashbacks or torture scenes you know you just get a couple of glimpses when basically rambo is triggered when he's arrested and that's all you need right mm-hmm. and you know, it's like what Keith said, um, it just becomes a, a big chase movie after that. You know, this predates Predator, but just like the, those scenes where he's in the woods and the deputies are hunting him and like... Pick him off one Yeah, line. yeah, they're yes, just yeah. overmatched, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And, and in a sympathetic way, you know, it's they're overmatched and every time one of the deputies gets like taken out, you know, they're, it's like they're, they start calling for the sheriff like he's their dad, you know. It's like, and you, and you kind of feel bad for them, even though they're they're pretty arrogant and they're the reason why Rocky or I'm sorry they're the reason why Rambo kind of went <laughs> off in the first place because they were jerks to him and um, I don't know it just kind of adds an extra flavor and not like those guys are totally the bad guys they are the bad guys but you know it's like there's a little it generates a little sympathy for them but yeah I think the main one that you could consider the sub villain if you want to consider uh, Sheriff Teasel as the main villain is probably uh, Jack Star. Uh, Starrett, I guess is his pronounced Galt, name. Galt, right? Yeah, he's as, a, as, as Sergeant Art Galt. Yeah, the, 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 the other deputies, especially like a young David Caruso, um, they're actually kind of just like, this is you're going too far, man. And like he's just <laughs> like, no. like uh, Yeah, for whatever, he's working out some anger issues or whatever. Yeah, that, uh, that, that, that cliff scene, you're right, is a stunner. But that whole scene after the mine explodes and he's going through the mine with the torch and that rat scene, oh, I've forgotten. I still can't watch that. That is so gross. I like horror movies, but that really just freaked the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, you know, and, it's, and again, we're going all over the place and spoilers, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, how old is this one? Yeah, it's 41 years yeah. old. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you, Brad, you know, we haven't done this in a while, but so what was your buy-in moment then? Oddly enough, probably when he starts getting his first 
bit of flashbacks when they when they have them locked up because I think I think initially I love the I love the beginning of the movie where it's just quiet and it's serene and then he goes to talk to the uh, I guess it's, it's the, the mom, mom yeah of, of one of his army buddies mom, yeah which is like like we discussed beforehand uh, before the podcast the only woman in the in the movie we could think of it's uh, just yeah. um, I mean besides. Was there a bar barmaid in the bar scene? I think. Uh, I mean, you know, there's definitely <laughs> she's definitely the only person, only woman who has any kind of dialogue mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, and the problem is, I mean, she's not even credited. So, because um, that was that was a bit of trivia I looked up. It's like they've been trying for years to find out who it was. I don't know if they ever succeeded. Or oh, not, really? But yeah. So hmm, interesting. Um, but um, but yeah. So I mean, and it's. That scene's good, but I think just him picking it up, and you can tell that that he is 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 playing the like the stereotypical small town sheriff who believes he's king king of the town and all that. <laughs> I'm about, about to drop some more foul language here, but he's the king of the town and he rules this place. And it's like if you ain't if you ain't from here, you need to get out of here. Type type vibe. So and that was good, but I think just the flashback scenes and just him finally starting to like overreact and all that I think I've to, even before the wood scenes I think was pretty cool so I'm with you and you know Dennehy is great in this but the reason I, lo- I love I love overall but slightly traveling is the real villain of yeah. this piece I mean yeah. he's he all he wants Rambo to be is a killing machine so I love the way they don't they don't really hit that too hard but if you think a little bit it's there and I like how they didn't overplay that I will say uh, the big speech at the end is fantastic it's one of the best things Stallone has done but it doesn't really fit with the vibe of him blowing up the entire town. So it's a weird juxtaposition. You I know, it's not a quibble with me, it's just a weird touch. I, I want to say, <laughs> and Ben, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but if I'm, I might be reading too much into it, I think it was sort of like his, his tactic in warfare. It's like, look, at the, get, the, get the sheriff distracted on other things, get the, get the police deputies out of the, sheriff, out of the thing, because his main goal was to get to Dennehy. So, so blow up the gas station, blow up the ammunition place, get them scattered, and then he can come in and then attack Dennehy by himself. So, oh, it's, I, it's, I think you're totally right. It's yeah. just that it doesn't really fit with the speech he gives. Me, yeah, you know? <laughs> I can sort of see that. I just, I, I think the the speech just like him just getting in and out of like war mode. It's like, and, and maybe that might not be the most uh, eloquent way of putting it, but it's like. Getting getting out of attack mode and all that—it's just like he breaks down afterwards. I mean, yeah. it just—it's—it uh, is powerful. Yeah, it's definitely a powerful speech, and just his his his, utter, his guttural reactions afterwards too. It's just—it's—he does it wonderfully. So I agree. I think it's just like he doesn't know because he doesn't know how to deal with his PT his PTS. Mm-hmm. All he knows is how to attack, right? And then finally when Troutman kind of confronts him and where he has to be vulnerable, like, he just breaks down entirely, and that's mm-hmm. why you have that great scene. You know, I wonder if, like, younger people who watch that, they might feel like maybe that scene is a little, like, overacted or melodramatic, but I think at the time, that's how people... That's how movie actors acted. You know, I think maybe if you remade this, God forbid, in, like, 2023, <laughs> I think maybe... Maybe Stallone would have been a little bit more quiet about what he's doing. It wouldn't have been so loud and demonstrative. But um, I think it might be one of his best speeches he's ever done. But in the beginning of the movie, I mean, he is quiet. That's yes. the thing. It's yeah. like it took. Yeah. It's like basically took all the harassment he took yeah. from the police department for him to get violent again. Yeah. So I mean, he was he was trying to just live his life. It's explained a little bit more in the book and you know what Brad had mentioned. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's just kind of out of character that. The sheriff, who is also a military veteran, would just treat people this shabby, especially another guy who served. But 
Um, I get, you know, it's this whole allegory of the, you know, Vietnam vets and how that was a forgotten war, even though Denny's character, right, is in the Korean War, which yeah. is the forgotten war. So that's his motivation. See, I, just I, kind of bitterness. They yeah. really don't yeah. hit on that. Like, no, they don't in the movie. movie. <laughs> it's definitely in the book, and I wouldn't yeah. have known that unless um, I, I, in the trivia it's mentioned. It's like. They changed a lot from the book than from the yeah. movie. Like uh, in the book, he's more like psychotic yeah. than anything else. And, Rambo, like, yeah, Rambo, Rambo kills is. a lot of people in the book. Yeah. He doesn't. I think the only person that he kills is the that sergeant guy, and that's mm-hmm. not even. That's kind of in self defense, and it's not mm-hmm. like super. Now he hurts a lot of people. Yeah. Those those booby traps, you yes, know, they're, people they're getting they're spiked right. in the yeah. in the in the legs. I mean, and, yeah. that's and, not. And we blew up half the town. Yeah, you know, a thousand yeah. people could have died. Yeah. Well, nobody, I'm exaggerating. It could have been a hundred, though. Well, well, he made <laughs> sure they were empty. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. So, so, but mean, those were big explosions. Yeah. They were, but was, was, there was nobody around. Jacked. I mean, so yeah. I, I don't try to stick up for him. So. Well, it's you know, there 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 isn't many there there aren't many points of comedy, but I do like when he hijacked that truck. And he just tells the mm-hmm. army yeah. guys, like, get out. He's like, I got no beef. He's yeah. like, just get out. He just jumps out. Yeah. I don't know, Keith. Like, what other, what other scenes did you like in this movie? Well, my big two were, I think, the, um, yeah, the, the cliff scene and just the overall chase of the woods. But I really liked the, just, you know, I think there's no real one that stands out. I just really liked that this was one running action sequence from, not action sequence, like action theme from beginning to end. No movie really... Except for some, maybe maybe a couple of John Woo movies, Woo movies really just sustains that throughout, and that's that's what I really liked about it most. You know? Yeah, there's no pause, right? Again, like in the 2023 20, sensibility, probably somewhere in the middle, maybe when he's in the woods, we would add this extended mm-hmm. flashback about him going to Vietnam, and then we would exactly. probably see more of the torture that we probably we don't need to watch. Not, we, yeah. not only that, but you'd probably probably also get a little a uh, little bit of a uh, reason behind that he's acting. Yeah, so yeah, you'd probably yeah. get like a. Like, like a flashback, maybe him in Korea. And I could use so. one of those. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, you yeah, you think you, again, like in twenty twenty three sensibility, maybe when him and Sergeant or him and Colonel Trotman are having that drink, maybe that's where he would have said, well, you know, back when I was in Korea, like you know, it's like you're mm-hmm. so you're so protective of Rambo, but it's like when I was in Korea, like and I came back, like nobody cared, we just did it, right? You know, that that would have been kind that of like for me. that would have yeah. been. Good. You know, we just manned up and we, you know, we, we lived our lives. We didn't... Because you know. when he sees Rambo at first, or is it him that says, what are you doing wearing that patch? And it's an American flag patch. Yeah. That needs some context. Yeah. You know, it's... He, just, he would just think it almost was like he was just uh, <laughs> against the Vietnam War. But yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. That's, that's but almost There's obviously more going on there. Yeah, and so. I don't normally need things handed to me, but I could have used a little more guidance. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Brad, did you have any other trivia or do you want me to just like mention some stuff? Um, Are you I, looking? I, I have some. I have some trivia. I mean, um, I mean, if you if we step on toes, we step on toes. You want to give some? So well, you know, it's like this. This is based on the book. Um, I get spoiler alert. Uh, the big changes in the book, like we mentioned, Keith Rambo is a lot bloodthirsty, a lot more bloodthirsty, and he kills everybody basically. <laughs> And so that's what happens really in the second and third second movies on, I guess, right? Yeah, the book ends with Rambo dying and also the sheriff dying. So you know, they they oh, had wow. their one on one. They have their big one-on-one confrontation, and they shoot each other, and the sheriff is dying, and also Rambo is dying, and he was going to commit suicide anyway by blowing himself up. It's a dark book. And he's thinking about it, and then his head explodes because Troutman oh. shoots him in the head. And wow. Then, and then, then he tells the sheriff, and the sheriff's like, okay. And then he's like, 
that he does. Well, Stallone wasn't going to let him do that. I mean, he knew no, he knew no, the franchise here. No, I don't know. Well, I don't know if they did that, but they, I, you know, I I probably just didn't test that's, well. That's way too dark. It wow. probably just didn't test yeah. well. But um, so you want to, Brad? You want to share who originally was going to be well, the sheriff? Well, I got, I got a couple more notes on the movie. So okay, okay go, go ahead. Go for it. It. So um, the, the I love the action pieces with um, with with Rambo with Stallone. Um, even the more fantastical ones, like the the, the one where he. Uh, He's on the cliff edge, and he falls through the trees and all that, and it just, it just a lot of them are good. I really enjoy them. I think they were realistic. The action pieces in general were good. The music I love, especially the... Jerry the, Goldsmith? Yeah, the theme of it is very well done. It's the just, music. And yeah. Then, um, I forgot what you yeah. Feel it in the music, and then in the end, he's just... He's a broken man, so the music is broken. So I, I really like how it kind of breaks down there, and maybe I'm reading a lot in that. So, but um, you guys mentioned about the ending. You were like the actual ending. Ending um, again. Spoilers of this movie. At the end, it, it it ends pretty quietly. Not something that you would think about in an action movie, where Colonel Troutman finally connects with with Rambo. Rambo kind of finally like lets loose emotionally and talks about how one of his buddies was blown up um, by like a little boy and you know just how he's still dealing with it and you know coming home and all that but and then he just kind of walks off the jail now you guys like I don't you didn't I mean I didn't get the sense that you hated it but you were just like it you felt maybe it's, it was a little it's weird it's a little sudden it's, yeah. I, I like yeah. the ending it's just it's sudden because you, you would think there'd be a little more to it and then all of a sudden the credits start and you're like okay well so it didn't bother me the suddenness of it, but there has to be a middle ground. Right? We can't end it like the book said, you're right. But it just seemed unrealistic that he walks out. He is handcuffed, but he just walks out. Nobody even seems to even care much. The, the uh, um, sheriff's deputies who are still alive kind of leave him alone. Troutman, I know they fear Troutman, but that's it just didn't, it was a little jarring. Yeah. And, I, and not, not a big beef. It was just yeah. an odd, odd ending. You know? Another bit, I don't have it in my tree, but in the book. In the book, Troutman and Rambo don't know each other, basically. It's like, yeah, it's... Huh. Try, uh, basically, wow. um, uh, so yeah, so Rambo doesn't know Troutman in the book, even though Troutman, yeah. I think, was part of the crew, not, the, not part of the crew, but part of the... He's like, like a commander, but yeah. like he didn't know Command him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, which, which is interesting. I mean, that's yeah. very different, because obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, Troutman in, in the movies is basically Rambo's dad, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, as a, a father figure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you guys hadn't seen the second one, you know, obviously the beginning, he is, he's in jail, he's still mm-hmm. serving his time, and then they... They Trotman gets him out so he can rescue POWs in Vietnam. And, and I've uh, seen that one. That's uh, still a pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah it's still it's pretty solid. I mean, uh, you know, that's the one where again it's like the jingoistic um, starts to happen, and you know, I think like Ronald Reagan really liked that movie and everything. Yeah. Like that, so. <laughs> but uh, and just briefly, one more thing. You said an hour and a half movie didn't need the extra thirty minutes, so I, I kind of like that. I mean, I kind of I kind of like it's just the shortness of the movie. I think. Gets its point across, comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Keith said, maybe add an extra scene that takes up maybe an extra like five ten minutes, but you, you don't need much more to this. It's movie. a very tight movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it, you know, it kind of respects the moviegoers being like, you know, just give you little snippets of him being tortured, and you get it. You know, we expect the viewers to get it. We don't need this long mm-hmm. twenty minute thing explaining how flashback how you know they all went into a mission and all his boys got killed and he was the only one there <laughs> and he was tortured for fifteen years or whatever it is, right? It's just you know that he's messed up. He got tortured, and he's messed up. Unlike the Rocky movies, I think where they were, they still held a, a level of quality, and then there was a dip, and then kind of a bounce back. Um, you know, First Blood and Rambo Three are okay. Um, from <laughs> sorry, First Blood Part Two. Yeah, this one's a classic. First Blood mm-hmm. Part Two is pretty solid. 
three, it's starting to lose its fastball, and then I can't really recommend four or five um, <laughs> if you've seen them. They're, that's yeah. older. That's when like Stallone is like dipping back into like the Rocky Balboa, and then also like Expendables, um, trying to be an action hero and. At his age, his later days. Is fact, just, I think you know. said what 2019's um, Rambo Five was probably your worst, one of the worst movies. It of is, the year for yeah, you. yeah, um, for sure. So, uh, but watch this one for sure. And again, it's on all the Rambo. Well, most of the Rambo movies are on HBO Max right now. That's where we saw it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's only 90 minutes of your time. It's like I think an hour 33. I think is the yeah, is the list exactly, of run time. Yeah. So I, I think we'll. I don't know. Unless we have anything else, I got some rotten tomatoes. Uh, you want me to give a rating? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I'll give it a four out of five. Okay. I really enjoy this movie. I think the theme is great. The action's great. Stallone is definitely great in this. I mean, some of the some of the sound effects and the visuals might be a little dated for a forty year old movie, but I mean, it's a forty year old movie, so it's yeah. going to be a little dated. So I, I really did enjoy this. All right, gents, um, it's Rotten Tomatoes time. Uh, I'm going to do it so Brad can guess, um, and I'll let Brad <laughs> guess first. All right, critics, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's not universally loved. I'm going to say some people probably have some negative thoughts on it, maybe about Stallone's acting. I'm going to say, let's say 82%. Okay. Um, audience, I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to say 89%. Okay, so 82 and 89. Mm-hmm. What about you, Keith? I'm always a little doubtful about the critics, so I should give more credit. I will go 75, and I think you're dead on. Everybody likes Stallone at this point, at this point in his career. I'll go 90. Um, it's surprisingly almost dead even for both. Oh, really? 86 for critics and 85 for audience. Wow. Okay. Critics consensus. Cursey Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Much darker and more sensitive than the sequels it spawned, First Blood is a thrilling survival adventure that takes full advantage of Sylvester Stallone's acting skills. Yeah. I think that's a spot on oh, uh, yeah. assessment. Yeah. I, I do have some accolades, even though there's not many. Sure. Did you have some trivia about who might have been who might I, I, this? I do have trivia. Because I'm curious about that. Go yeah. ahead. Um, <laughs> this, this movie made $125.2 million worldwide on a $15 million budget. It's a good return. Uh, finished 253rd on Empire's uh, list of the greatest 500 movies of all time. Its $6.64 million opening weekend was, at the time, the best October opening of all time. Hmm. And as far as trivia... Uh, and I did actually spoil one bit of trivia I had here, so, but uh, continuing on. The large piece, piece of rotten canvas that Rambo finds in the woods and made into a makeshift coat was not a movie prop, but a real piece of rotten canvas found by the film crew during the, <laughs> during the movie's production. After filming ended, Stallone kept the rotten canvas and it still still has it in his possession. Um, I mentioned, it's kind of disgusting, but... Uh, yeah, I mentioned uh, Teasel Rambo... Reason why Teasel might have had hate because it's in the book. I've uh, mentioned that already, so we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stallone accidentally broke the nose of Alf Humphreys, who played Lester, <laughs> during the jail escape scene by elbowing him in the face, which is why he is seen wearing a band-aid throughout the rest of the film. Many of the extras who uh, appeared throughout the film were local townsfolk who were recently left unemployed when a nearby mill had ceased operations. Awesome. So they well, were not real. Awesome, they were not real, awesome about that. But yeah, they were real happy to have un, uh, employment there. So. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, this was filmed in Canada, but I mean, that is like the most beautiful town I've ever seen. Like yeah. with the mountains and the vistas, yeah. like, it looks like gorgeous. It looks like the West. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and the producers wanted to make Rambo a different character in the film than he was in the book. They didn't want him to be a psychotic, cold-blooded killer <laughs> like he was in the book, and decided to make him a man who was lost and didn't know what to do with his life. 
and was a victim of circumstance. Okay. A lot of hesitation came from the studio about Rambo's final breakdown in the film. Stallone fought tooth and nail for the, uh, for the scene, noting he felt the soldiers who were going through similar pushback from society needed their story told. The stories Rambo rants about in those final moments are real stories. Hmm. David Morrell, the author of the original novel, stated that he prefers this film over his novel. Here's some alternate casting news here, which everybody loves for when I, when, uh, when I get into this. Al Pacino and James Garner turned down the roles of Rambo. Wow. Um, Al Pacino turned it down uh, when his request that Rambo be, be more of a madman was rejected. <laughs> Gar- That's great. Garner turned it down because <laughs> Garner, a veteran of the Korean War with two Purple Hearts, did not want to play a man who, uh, who comes, from, uh, comes from war and starts fighting cops. So, oh, so so he's kind of like the he's bonding with the Will Teasel yeah, guy. That's good. Yeah. Like so, okay. mm-hmm. um, Chris Chris Christopherson was also considered for the role. Uh, okay. So, well, I mean, he's actual Vietnam vet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He would have been the good loner. Yeah. Gene Hackman, Burt Reynolds, and Kurt Douglas were considered for Colonel Troutman. Douglas actually had the role, but quit the film one day before filming commenced. The day before, Douglas showed up to set with a new version for the ending. He <laughs> he said, and I quote. Here's what I want. At um, at the very end of the movie, I should kill you, Rambo. Uh, I should kill Rambo. The audience sees a cop car driving away, and as it disappears into the fog, a hand reaches up to the rearview mirror. Camera turns up, and we see me, Trotman. It turns a bit higher, and I'm wearing your headband, Rambo's headband. So, so he becomes Rambo? Yes. Oh, my God. The, How arrogant can you be? Yeah. You know? The idea was rejected, and Douglas yeah. uh, told his producers he was leaving, or uh, told his... Um, so one his, day before. Yeah. So he, he, he told his uh, agents that he was leaving the film. So Richard Crenna came on, but had to have his lines fed to him in the first he, scene. He was great. The final little bit of news, the kill count? One. One, yeah. So. I dispute that only because of explosions. But. No. Well, I have some. I have some other alternate cast here in consideration here too. Um, you know, this is from the different producers and cast because this movie went through a bunch of things. Um, John Frankenheimer, I think, was attached uh, before, and some others. Uh, they wanted to cast Betty Davis as a psychiatrist. Um, hmm. And here's some other alternate casting too. Burke Lancaster, Lee Marvin as the sheriff. I thought those have been cool. Lee Marvin would have been great. Yeah. yeah. When that project was purchased by Warner Brothers, Robert De Niro and Clint Eastwood were each considered to be Rambo. Robert Mitchum, Robert Mitchum was also maybe to be considered for the sheriff, which I thought would have been good. And Paul Newman as Rambo. Sidney Pollack, because another one who's also considered to direct this movie. One is Steve McQueen, but they thought maybe he was too old. And then also James Caan, Burt Reynolds, and Robert Redford were also considered. Hmm. Um, and then some other ones. Um, when another director was attached, uh, John Travolta as Rambo, George, <laughs> George C. Scott as Troutman, and yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> and you know, Brad mentioned Gene Hackman, uh, but also Charles Durning as, mm-hmm. Ta- as Teasel. Then John Frankenheimer was thinking about Powers Booth, Michael Douglas, and Nick Nolte as Rambo. Um, <laughs> Just imagine if it was Michael Douglas and uh, Kirk Douglas. Usually these are way out of left field, but these all kind of make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't know. It's a like I said, it's a good movie. It's a short movie. It's one of the this and Rocky, right? That's probably one two Stallone mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, and maybe Creed because he was nominated for an Oscar yeah. too. Yeah. There really aren't any other truly great Stallone movies. I mean, there's some, you know. No, not really. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean. There are things that are crowd pleasers, but I wouldn't say they're great. Like 
Cliffhanger is a pretty good action movie. Speaking about Cliffhangers, I was actually on uh, one night I was at work. Really? So, yeah, it's it a good movie. <laughs> yeah, so. It's a good movie. That's, uh, that's 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. So and, and I was looking and I was like, it's it's good. That's it's like good. it's it's a little cheesy, but it's good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So well, next up, next up on the list is tentatively, uh, tentatively yes, is uh, in the heat of the night. Okay. So it's uh, the next three we'll say is the heat of the night, mm-hmm. hoop dreams. Okay. And the rear window. So those yeah. are the next three on the list. So. Oh, that's the original in Hitchcock. Yes. yes. Okay. No, that's the one with them. <laughs> yeah. So just making sure. And then after that, <laughs> after that, we may do another redrawing, or we may figure it out. Because I think we did five. It, it, it right? might be time after that. Yeah. You know? So I think, yeah. I think we had five. So Dynamite was first, and First Blood. So um, yeah. we'll do another redrawing there, and uh, get to hear get to hear the old tumbler. So sure. <laughs> All right, so I think we're if we're done, and what'd you say? You give it a four? I give it a four okay. out of five, okay. yeah. So. Okay. so why don't we go ahead and wrap this episode up, but let me uh, kick it to Keith for the plugs. All right, you can reach us at moviesandameal.og at gmail.com, uh, Movies and a Meal on Twitter, and give us a listen on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you can find your podcasts. Okay, so for this episode of Movies and a Meal, I'm Ben. And Keith. Spread. Peace. <laughs>